George Farouge is on the line now. G'day, Georgie. G'day, Matty. How are you? I'm well, thank you, mate. I'll tell you what, I might not sleep tonight because I can't wait for this race tomorrow night at the Meadows. It's race eight on the program. It's the Silver Chief final and rejuvenating Amron boy. Oh, I'm jumping out of my seat right now. Well, I was going to say, if you ever buy a dog, Matt, you've got to name it How's the Nerves? Because that's <laughs> what I was going to ask you, mate. But, um, yeah, look, it's pretty exciting. It'll be good to hear, um, Paul Brown on radio too. We, we haven't heard much from connections, I suppose, in a sense that, this Greyhound has just worked beautifully in provincial tracks and now last week, as you said, run the fastest time ever for a Greyhound first up at the Meadows was incredible. Yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up with Paul Brown. A bit of a spoiler, I actually recorded that interview this morning and a bit annoyed at myself. There was a few things I forgot to ask him, so uh, it just gives me more reason to hope that Rejuvenate wins tomorrow night so that we can get him on early next week and uh, learn a little bit more about him. But how do you see the race tomorrow night, George? I know we've touched on it earlier in the week, but having had a little bit more time to, to sit on it, to watch the market throughout the week. Um, who do you think will win? Well, yeah, look, um, it just, it, a lot depends on the way Rejuvenate begins. If, if he can begin really cleanly, he might be able to hold out Amron Boy. And I, I think he's certainly more than capable of doing that. It just depends on where everyone else sits. I thought the value in the race was with Landon Bale, he was $10. He's now into $9 because he's drawn box one underneath those two greyhounds. He's got a hell of a lot of early speed. He went five seconds flat to the mark. So if there is a bit of a bumping duel with Amron Boy, who's looking to go in and rejuvenate, who does use a bit of the track, then all of a sudden it, um, it makes for an interesting race and it opens it up for a couple of others. But purely on class, if they can get around even semi-unscathed, those two greyhounds, they're clearly going to be the greyhounds to beat. I just... I find it really hard to tip against Amron Boy because of the way he's going. I've seen him win races from wide draws at Sandown, and he was really impressive. So I just think um, Amron Boy is, is clearly the greyhound to beat. As good as Rejuvenate has been, um, win, lose, or draw, I think he can hold his head up high. And look, he's, he's certainly more than capable of winning. Um, but Amron Boy, for me, tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going to be hard to tip against Amron Boy, that's for sure. My heart's in one place, my head's in the other, I think, George, because <laughs> I, and I do love them both. I love both those greyhounds. And uh, Well, if it is one of those two winning tomorrow night, they will have certainly earned their night's pay. Um, what did we make of last night at Sandown, George? We had the heats of the laurels. Yeah, we did, and, and we've got a, a really nice final as well. I think some of the big guns got through, um, including Kelsey Bale, I thought Eileen Bale was a really eye-catching run, but the Greyhound we discussed mm. um, was Baby JC, wasn't she? I mean, in terms of dropping back in class, and she did what she needed to do. She lobbed second on that first corner and then just took off down the back. She was very impressive, and we hope people tipped into Mirabilla, uh, Mirabilla Bala Bale, sorry, who we were pretty keen on on Tuesday. I couldn't believe the odds, to be honest. I mean, she came out and won the Geelong Oaks, and she started double-figure odds off box one at Sandown. And, yeah, look, she was up against some good greyhounds. But she's a talented type, and she's made the final as well. So really nice final there. Um, obviously, we had the heats of the Hobart Thousand as well with the likes of Vice Grip, uh, Power of Buddy, who was outstanding. He looked... Uh, look, he's just a greyhound that's tailor-made for Hobart with his unbelievably long stride, and he's such a talented greyhound. That box draw, I believe, is going to be held tomorrow. So we'll discuss those two finals at length. But... Uh, certainly all eyes on the Meadows uh, tomorrow night. I was going to get to Mirabella Bale, but I'm glad you beat me to it because there's nothing like giving yourself a pat on the back, Georgie. And I must admit, there is probably no more informed tipster across any code right now than yourself. So well done. You've been absolutely on fire for the listeners lately. So 
Uh, you can do whatever you like on this program. You can send me texts at 10 o'clock last night telling me I hope you got on. You can keep that up if you keep tipping us winners at $8. Was it that late, mate? I thought it was a little bit early. Apologies if it was late, mate. But um... no, I might have put a bit of mail on that. I just go to bed at about 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what about in Hobart last night, George? Terrific racing. We saw Fernando Mick, who same, came so close to winning a Melbourne Cup a week ago. He got through in one of his heats, but there were a few upsets earlier in the night. Yeah, there was. Um, um, a greyhound that was trained by Matt Lanigan, uh, now in the hands of Eileen Thomas. I think Matt sent the greyhound there, Nia Nia Flyer. I think kicked off the night was as a $31 winner, but another Victorian in the final, which we like. But, yeah, look, a couple of the, the greyhounds that we know and love come to the fore as well. Fernando Miku just began on terms, um, and then that was it. His acceleration was outstanding. He just took off, um, and that was that. As I said, Power of Buddy was really impressive, running around the 25-70 mark. Vice Grip was just a narrow loser. It was a, it was a big run, and... Look, he'll be hard to beat with the run under his belt in the final. So, look, it's a quality final for the first time. I think it's worth a hundred thousand, um, the the Hobart thousand. And look, there's been some very, very good greyhounds win that race, um, and I think we'll get another uh, um, valid winner on the honour roll. As I said, Victorians certainly had a good night. A couple of local greyhounds did well as well, but that box draw will be over the weekend. Yeah, you're not wrong. A lot of good greyhounds do often travel down to that race meeting and. Uh... It's no different this year. There's plenty of quality heading into the final. It's worth a lot of prize money. Georgie, what are your best bets today and also tomorrow in the Greyhounds? Yeah, we like a few at Bendigo. We'll kick off with race six, number eight, a Greyhound called Rig, um, who's a locally trained Greyhound, got lots of ability, very fast PB, been knocking on the door with some really nice placings of late, and I think it will get the job done here. Also in the last race, race 12, number seven, a Greyhound called Aston Houston. <coughs> Pardon me, a couple of runs back from a spell, was a good winner at Hillsville before that spell and since then has had a good placing here at Bendigo. I think it's just ready to win. It's a greyhound with a little bit more ability than its rivals here if you can get clear running. So race 12, number 7, race 6, number 8 there at Bendigo. Ballarat tonight. Race 8, number 8 for our good mate uh, Matty Field is a greyhound that he, he's got a share in and he's uh, geez, a fast provincial dog, this dog. Um, his recent form's been outstanding. Um I don't mind him from where he's drawn. He's up against Ultimate Avenger. He's a very fast dog, and that, that seemed like a, a two-horse race, but we're happy to take Matt Toe because even if he just dwells just slightly, he's got an incredible acceleration to uh, to get to the front. And also race 11, number nine, Fitzroy Bale. is one that we're keen on. Really good to see it back in form. He had tapered off. <clears throat> Pardon me. Tapered off its form, but it's drawn box one. It's up against the, its kennel mate in box two. He's a flyer, but... I just think uh, Fitzroy Bale at its best can be very hard to beat race 11, number 9. Tomorrow, guys, there's two that I like. Race 3, number 5, for Anthony has a party all spritzed up. I thought its run last week, its first run back in a heat of the maturity was good. And race 7, number 4, Kasaya. He takes on Zippy Tesla, which is always a danger. You've always got your heart in your hand when um, Zippy Tesla is stalking. But I think uh, Kasaya can get into a nice position and be tough to beat. Quality numbers, obviously, check your uh, scratchings tomorrow. 6-1-7 and seven in the first leg. Uh, second leg, 5-1-7. and seven. Third leg, 4-7. and seven. And we come home with 3-2-1. Hey, Georgie, you're reminding me of Steph Curry in the NBA Finals when he just can't miss. You've got the hot hand at the moment, mate. Good luck over the weekend. Let's keep it rolling. Well, the Celtic flame tomorrow, mate, so hopefully that hot hand goes cold for Steph. So. Not for you, though. Not for you. <laughs> Love your work, mate. Cool. Good luck. All right, mate. See ya.